When survivors speak, I listen. On days like this, words fail me. I invite you to come along and listen with me as survivors speak. You might want to grab the Kleenex. I know I've gone through a lot today. Growing up in a cult complicates everything. The truth matters. The truth sets us free. You're listening to Out of the Shadows with Mary Murphy. Hello everyone. Today is November 18th, 2022. Welcome to episode 7. Today is International Cult Awareness Day, and this is a very special episode. I am thrilled and honored to share from a number of survivors. What is International Cult Awareness Day? It's a day to remember those who have been harmed by cults, to shed light on what comprises a cult, and to offer hope to those still in cults. Early this afternoon, while working to finalize the episode I had planned for today, the idea struck me to invite friends to offer a statement to share on the podcast today. My friends responded with heartfelt and poignant passion with zero notice. Absolutely zero notice. I received responses from around the country and the globe. I postponed what I planned for this episode because these precious people blew me away. I am so excited to share their words with you all. So without further ado, here is what these survivors say about cults, trauma, and hope. Anonymous says, quote, A person who sets themselves up as an intermediary between the public and the Almighty is a cult leader. Christianity is about a personal relationship with God. Anyone who puts themselves between you and God is probably grooming you for something, end quote. Thank you, friend. Next, we hear from Stephanie Brezhna. Quote, I grew up thinking that I would never be good enough. I was always wondering if God was ready to bop me on the head when I messed up. I'm so grateful for the people in my life who spoke the truth in kindness and planted seeds for me to know there was hope and a way out. I didn't have to live under oppression anymore and finally learned what grace really was about. Thank you, Stephanie. Next, we hear from Rachel Frost. Quote, Be kind to yourself as you process the past. Self-care is so important, especially if you were neglected on any level as a child. Learn and grow any way you can. Education is so eye-opening and life-giving. I understand that not everyone is able to go to college or take classes, but everyone can read or listen to podcasts to increase their knowledge and critical thinking. Find your tribe. We all need connection and belonging. Find the people who get you and listen and support you through deconstruction and processing. Lastly, be patient with yourself. Healing is not linear. Your path will look different than someone else's. It will have peaks and valleys. Just do the next thing. You will be okay. End quote. Thank you, Rachel Frost. Moving on, Curtis Liberalis says, quote, Healing and recovering from life in a cult is difficult on many levels. Attempts to negate, steal, and dismiss your trauma often come from many directions. 
One of the biggest key pieces for me to heal was to realize that I was not wrong to pursue my freedom. My inability to thrive and live in the culture of the cult was not a character flaw or a weakness, but a sign of a strength that needed to come out for me to truly flourish as a whole human. End quote. Thank you, Curtis. Next, from Joy Stilwell Simmons. She says, quote, Leaving is very complex and takes time. The mental work to prepare to leave is different for everyone, but always difficult. Even after physically leaving, the mental and emotional work takes time. A lifetime. I don't want to discourage anyone, though, because it is worth the work. The taste of freedom and true happiness is unbelievable, even if it is overshadowed by PTSD or whatever follows us out. Leaving is not a sprint. It's a journey. You have to want to get out more than staying. That's easier, but still not easy, for those who are having a horrible time in a cult. But it is even more difficult to leave for those who are somewhat comfortable or fear the unknown. End quote. Thank you, Joy Stilwell Simmons. Joy is a second generation survivor of IBLP and a second year ATI family member. Next, Deitra Thomas says, quote, I was raised and lived in an environment where words were used to manipulate and control, and I lived with the feeling that I was never enough. But now I live in an environment where words are used to encourage and cheer me on to be me, not what someone thinks I should be. I've learned to pay attention to the words used and the actions of those saying them. My freedom is too precious to go back into captivity. End quote. Deidre Thomas, who was featured in Humans of New York. Thank you, Deidre. Next, Matthew Statton says, quote, A cult is a culture. If you were raised in a cult, you were raised in a subculture separate from your peers. I just had an experience this past week that reminded me for the millionth time how true this is. I was out with some coworkers at a social happy hour, and they started playing a game involving short clips of modern rock songs. Of course, I did not know most of the songs. Thankfully, it worked out, and I had a lot of fun. This is one of those random little experiences that if you were raised in a cult, you instantly comprehend. A cult is almost always about control. For most people, to be in a cult is to be torn down and held back instead of being built up and empowered. One of the biggest life lessons I am still learning is that no one is coming to save me from the cult and its effects. I have to be the one to show up for myself. A practical tip for those emerging from a cult. Watch documentaries about famous bands and performers. This is a way to pick up on some of the cultural moments you missed. It is also a way to discover music that connects with you. End quote. Thank you, Matthew Statton. Next, Julianne Murphy says, quote, It's hard for those that did not grow up in a cult system to understand how encompassing the beliefs and worldviews of that system can be to an individual who has. Someone who has grown up in a normalized culture, especially those in the United States, 
often look at those of us who grew, grew up in these alternate universes and think or ask, I just don't get it. Why can't they just change their minds or their beliefs? What they don't understand is that the beliefs are ingrained into us from the time we are very small, so that those beliefs seem to be part of who we are and who we base our beliefs about ourselves and the world on. It is incredibly confusing. It takes years to unravel these erroneous beliefs once you have escaped that system. Years. I would liken it at a minimum to having cancer. Until you have had cancer, endured the grueling treatment for cancer for months and months and months, and then if you survive, even when you do survive, you are never the same. The cancer experience has molded you into a different version of yourself, and no one who has not personally walked through cancer as a patient can really understand what it's like to be a cancer patient. It's just not possible unless you have had the disease yourself. The cult beliefs are the same. When you are raised with them and in them, those beliefs mold you. And just as insidious as cancer can be, they infiltrate every single aspect of you. It damn near takes a miracle to extrapolate those belief systems once you are out of the system. So my advice to those that have escaped and are trying to make sense of life now is to simply hold on. Allow yourself all the feelings. Know you are not crazy. And please get support by a licensed, trained professional in mental health. Even better if it's someone who is trained in understanding cult systems and how they function. It is hard, hard, hard work to leave behind beliefs that you know are not true. Especially when you were raised and trained in a system that adhered to them as if they were from God himself. But it is so worth it on the other side. There is hope. Keep fighting. Keep hoping. You can do it. But get the support you need. End quote. Thank you, Julianne. For those of you who do not know, Julianne Murphy is my dear sister. Next, Anonymous says, quote, I think it's vital that people understand the definition of a cult. Because once they do, and only when they do, and understand that, can they see that cults are all around. Nearly every church, but also family units, are cult-like. A marriage can be. A group of any kind. Political as well. I think it's key to understand the underlying way cult leaders work and sound and grow. As a survivor, I am most sad to see cult survivors leave one cult only to literally keep a cult follower's mindset and not understand why they are susceptible to being a follower of a cult leader. Cult survivors aren't truly thriving until they understand the mentality that builds cult leaders. Grooming and the following. Cult survival is wonderful, but until there is healing of mind and heart, to think on their own, truly understand independence, and break all codependent at the root. 
we continue to be suckers for the next man setting himself up as a savior. End quote. Thank you, Anonymous. Then, Catherine Shelton says, quote, I grew up on the fringes of a cult. My parents didn't believe or espouse everything the cult did, but it was enough. Lies seeped through, and truth became muddied. Maybe I wasn't as damaged as others in the cult, but this is one of those competitions where everyone who partakes loses. There were many points where I could easily have walked away from my faith. After all, when the foundation is faulty, is it any question when the house crumbles? I thought I was solid, thought I knew the Bible, and was heartbroken when I found out just how far I had been misled. I fought for my faith, though, went the whole nine rounds, because I knew that buried in the lies and twisted realities, truth was there. God was real and wanted to heal me. Trusting him to heal me? That was the fight of my life. But God. That's my story. There isn't anything he can't redeem. End quote. Thank you, Catherine Shelton. Next, we have another anonymous who says, quote, I think a big consistent problem I see among friends leaving a cult is the isolation you may feel, and at many points. And side note, most of my friends leaving cults don't start feeling the need to leave all of a sudden and just think, oh my word, this is a cult and I need to leave it immediately. I see it's typically more of a small step process Anyways, isolation often begins as you become more and more aware of your situation or things not matching up, and maybe you start to feel uncomfortable and need some space to process things. And then if you start to feel isolated, whether by guilt, lack of similar struggles with people in that group, fear, or just pressure to not stir up contention among the brethren, for various reasons, it can just make things so hard. God made us with a need to live in community. And when we can't or aren't living in community, it makes surviving that much harder. Add with it the immense pressures that come from leaving a cult or dysfunctional situation with no support. And it can, ma and it can certainly make you feel at times like maybe you're the crazy one. Advice. Don't be guilted into keeping your mouth shut or feeling like it's wrong to tell you anyone about the problems you're facing. Start small. Find someone you can trust, maybe someone who has gone through something similar, and tell them what you're working through. Find a safe place, a counselor or therapist if possible. If you can't think of someone, you don't have anyone you can trust. Pray for God to help you find those people and build community. End quote. Thank you, Anonymous. Moving on, Ruth Hunsberger says, quote, Listen to your gut. Your instincts are correct. You know things. You are wise and good. This is an area where I'm still learning to trust myself because it was consistently taught that someone else knew better. What is the first voice you hear in your head in any given decision-making situation? Pick that voice. 
What's the first feeling you get when you meet someone, even an online presence, no matter how good they seem? Go with your gut. End quote. Thank you, Ruth Hunsberger. Next, another anonymous says, quote, There are few areas of my life that growing up in a cult has not affected negatively. Everything from lack of education to finances to church and societal structure to sex and gender roles and marriage. There's almost no area of life that didn't have twisted rules around it, and I've had to unlearn so much just to become a functional adult, much less be healthy and whole. Now, at almost age 45, and having been out of the toxic environment for two decades, I've found much healing. One of the very most beautiful gifts have been the deep and life-giving friendships with other brave survivors who get it and are there for each other in ways that no one else can really be. We are a fiercely protective bunch, and the sense of safety and solidarity... <laughs> Sorry, guys, this is really powerful. <clears throat> we are a fiercely protective bunch, and the sense of safety and solidarity in our community is profound. If you're breaking free of a high-demand religious group, Know that you are not alone and you can do it. There is life, imperfect but beautiful, and filled with so much hope on the other side. End quote. Thank you, Anonymous. Next, Rachel Lees says, quote, The one thing that comes to mind that I used to tell the girls in our lawsuit when we were accused of being broken people by our opposition and the seemingly endless processing we had to do is that yes we are broken we were broken by people like our cult leaders our experience has inflicted deep deep wounds on us that will never go away they are like scars on our bodies constant reminders of what happened and what we survived but god says he is near to the brokenhearted and saves those crushed in spirit. End quote. Thank you, Rachel Leaves. Next, Julie says, quote, I feel like I am learning more that mental health isn't a bad word. To take care of ourselves from the trauma that has happened to us makes us more whole and well for ourselves and those around us. It takes years sometimes to even realize how off things are that we've been taught. I think raising children can bring back more of the trauma. Realize how ineffective our parents were in situations. Sometimes listening to podcasts or reading about others that have gone through a similar situation makes me realize I'm not alone. End quote. Thank you, Julie. Moving on, Stephen Bender says, quote, Don't be afraid to question things. Seek the truth. As you emerge from the darkness of your past, look for the light. This would include every aspect of your life. Religion, friendships, relationships, politics. It doesn't matter. 
Search within to see what is meaningful to you. Pursue happiness for yourself. End quote. Thank you, Stephen Bender. Next, Rachel Baker says, quote, I think the hardest part of realizing I had been raised in a cult was not knowing who I was. I had been stripped of my personal identity, and suddenly I had no idea who I actually was, what I believed, or what I wanted in life. This realization came when I had three young children and ended my marriage, which was dysfunctional and patriarchal. Raising children while reparenting myself was an exhausting experience, but also saved me. I learned basic concepts of autonomy, transparency, boundaries, and grace right along with my kids. I've cycled through the stages of grief many times, and I'm sure I'll continue to, but at the end of the day, I just feel grateful that I saw the truth of my childhood and found my way out thanks to many friends who have lent me their hope when I had none. End quote. Rachel Baker is a survivor of ATI. Thank you, Rachel. And last but not least, Allison Gentala says, quote, The first step in cult recovery is simply realizing you are in a cult. It can take a great deal of time to process, especially for those of us who were raised in a cult. We measure cults with the bite method. Does it try to control your behavior, information, thoughts, emotions? It takes so much strength to walk away. I'm deeply grateful for my fellow survivors who have walked alongside me on the road to recovery. End quote. Thank you, Allison. Thank you, dear friends, one and all, for sharing these heartfelt statements today on International Cult Awareness Day 2022. If you're listening and you realize you are in a cult and need to escape, please remember that you are not alone and a myriad of help awaits on the outside. There is always always hope. Until you can feel it for yourself, I will hold on to the hope for you. You matter. You are worth saving. You deserve to be free and to thrive and to live your life. Please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast, like it, and share your thoughts. On the next episode, which drops December 2nd, I will share some of my own story of being born and raised in the cult, escaping the cult, and figuring out life on the outside. See you then. Thanks for listening. Ciao.